Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Spooky Sad Edition. It is indeed Spooky Sad Edition, yes. Maybe this one would be less spooky and sad. Well, the sun's about to go down, so it might be a lot more murdery. More spooky yes. and less sad. <laughs> it will be a terrible night to have a curse. <laughs> it was a terrible <laughs> night for a curse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I suppose jumping back into things, when last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens had made their way to uh, Auden Daughters, the shop currently being squatted in by Reich, the tiefling that the party had made friends with at the Tooth and Nell. And who has a drive through meat pie business. Makes delicious meat pies. Don't ask what's in them. Mm-hmm. Don't Stop imply that. that. <laughs> we do not need to Sweeney Todd this. I feel like with the search of the house we've done so far, we would have found some bodies if that's what was going on. Honestly, if it's anything, it's probably just filled with sawdust. I know. We haven't checked the cellar yet. It's all oh, soiling green. <laughs> well, that's, a that's terrible. Now, uh, we're, now we're mixing our metaphors here. He makes smoothies. I mean, it's still the same metaphor, really. <laughs> it's just mixing genres, really. Yeah. So uh, the party have made their way to uh, Auden Daughter to investigate the uh, murderous haunting, being uh, a little fearful for their compatriot. And I think possibly assuming that everything in Old Cantargo is made, it's all connected somehow. I mean, we're hoping. The audience we at home can't see them doing the hands for its. its mm. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> Let me have my conspiracies. Yeah, too many conspiracies. But upon arriving, the party had uh, searched the upper floors of Auden Daughters, which seems to have been a herbalism shop previously, and had learned a little bit about the uh, the tragic story of the owners of the establishment, as well as their young daughter, who had uh, gone missing after uh, hearing... Strange voices and talking about the the woman that lives in the cellar and all the rest of these things, and then eventually climbing down the well. You know, normal girl things. <laughs> As you do. All those things that uh, horror movies have told you that is regular mm-hmm. everyday stuff. Yep. What, y'all didn't climb down a well when you were a kid? Yep. That was just I mean, me? that was the first thing I thought as a child when I saw the bucket. Man, that'd be a great ride. <laughs> I had to make do with the creek system, so we didn't have any fancy wells where I grew up. That's we had right. running water wells. down where I was. We were in the fancy part of town. Oh, no. Unfortunately, uh, growing up in uh, in small town Texas, I just had to walk the abandoned train tracks. That was my, uh, my oh, yeah, thing to do. Sure. Oh, of course. How many dead bodies did you find? Also, also a very common trope in the uh, the dying small town, you know, trope. Well, oh, that's yeah. because it's there are a accurate, bunch of yeah. dead train tracks <laughs> in small towns. Hundred <laughs> percent true. That's part of the reason why they died. <laughs> yep, but we're not here to talk about Infrastructure Week. And wrong podcast. Wrong podcast for that. Yeah, podcast. Go check out our uh, War for the Crown podcast if you're interested yes. in Infrastructure Week. <laughs> oh, God. We love that word. Every there. week is Infrastructure Week there. Every, every week. So no, yeah, I believe you had made your way again. upstairs. You had found some more evidence of the uh, the herbalism side of things, as well as that the mother of the house, uh, one Grisella, and her husband Laid, basically uh, lived on the upper floor, and uh, her daughter Sella had uh, lived there with them. Apparently, being uh, both an artist as well as an herbalism, combining the two loves of both of her parents. And unfortunately, again, Zella had disappeared down the well. Laid, from what you understand. Uh, seems to have somehow unbarricaded the cellar entrance and disappeared down into the cellar. And then uh, after finding out that her daughter had died the day after her birthday, yeah, Grisella had, uh, you believe, hung herself based on the other evidence yeah. that you had found here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Off the so. banister. So We're on the third floor currently, correct? Or is it the fourth? The third. I think we're third on the floor. third. 
Yeah, because we went to the second and then we went up one more time. I wanted to say that there was one more floor above us. Yeah, I think there's an attic or something because the door is shaped really weird at the end of the hallway because it follows mm. the slant of the roof. Yeah. So it might be an attic. But right now there's a ghost that's been following us around and the sun's about this? to set. And that's when Reich said the weird things start to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a creepy It's also spirit. been saying Sella the entire time. So we're pretty <laughs> yeah, sure right we, we know who the ghost is, you know. <laughs> so uh, I suppose to kick things back off, the five of you stand in this empty bedroom. Again, Vittoria kneeled down on the floor, had pushed open a number of loose boards here and retrieved from within a satchel of which contained the journal that she just finished reading through. Uh, but at this point, it's gotten dim enough in here that I believe Cesarade used a light spell to go over there and provide enough illumination for her to actually read by. Well, it's mm-hmm. on Raven's collar, so Raven yeah. pr- is probably just over there. Yeah, Raven hopped up on your shoulder and read over your shoulder. Aww. Chewing on her claws in a nervous tick as she looks <laughs> down nervously at this. It's like, oh my. Mm, yeah. hmm. A cold, invisible breeze chills the back of your necks. All right. So what's now? We should finish the search of these upper floors before we try to find the cellar. Yeah. Hey, apparently we can get there through the well or something. I'm not climbing down a well. Hopefully there's another way out. Well, mm-hmm. there's uh, possibly another entrance in this cellar also. So you may not ha- we may not have to actually go in the well per se. It's possible. Well, one thing at a time. Well, what do we say to the idea that once we finish exploring up here... We should probably tell Reich to get out of here for now. This place might be a bit dangerous for him coming up soon. Well, he's got his whole business set up in here. Yes, but he can come back tomorrow. Oh, okay. You mean like for the day. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think the bigger issue might be where's he going to stay? Uh, he can stay in uh, my place. Eh, We've got the enough. safe house just down the road here. I've got the key. We could just hand it over to him. Oh, good point. You could always just hit the bar for a couple hours. Also that. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah, because curfew is going to be a thing also. But regardless, it's probably best that he maybe stays, especially if this thing has some sort of power of influencing the people around it. I'd rather him not hang himself from the banister. Exactly. Well, he has been living here. He said that the disturbances only really happened up on the upper floors. That's why he had that roped off. Yes, but if it's also coming from downstairs and we start poking around down there. We might awaken something. We'll just make the suggestion and see what he wants to do. I mean, yeah, we can't make him leave, but I think he'd be safer if he did. But we should do that before curfew falls, so maybe we should take a detour. You can probably hit upstairs real quick, and then from there, get get back down anyway. That's true. Okay. So I guess we go up the creepy stairs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hooray! (laughs) You exit back into the central hallway. Again, utterly dark by this point. Wasn't there one more room, and then the in this hall or in the down here that we hadn't checked? I thought there were. No, there was the door there. The door you checked the door on the opposite side, which was the oh, door. Oh, and then the other the, door uh, is the balcony because yeah. it should mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the weird door at the end of the hall. Okay. Yes, you make your way towards the end of the hall, you know, approaching the door, noting the uh, the cobwebs hanging from the ceiling, despite a distinct lack of spider webs. Everything alive here dies at midnight. <laughs> or nothing alive here wants to stay long enough to make a home. Also, possibly that. Well, and it's one of those like the animals always know when yeah. danger's coming. I was going to say, I'll even give this to the, the druid in the party that is aware that many creatures uh, that are supernatural in nature have an unnatural aura to them that repels uh, creatures of the natural world. Animals always know what's going on. 
Mm-hmm. That's why you gotta have a cat or a dog in your house. Mm. And Raven, so what's going on? It's creepy as. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. See? I love it. This is the part why I sit there like the cat at the beginning of it, watching a child get dragged into a storm drain. The cat's like, <laughs> like well, that's why you don't go into storm drains. Mm, so you, like, what are you doing? I'm out. You're talking to a clown in a sewer. You brought this on yourself. <laughs> but it had candy. <laughs> I mean, a boat. It was a boat. Yeah, it had a little boat. I mean, you probably I've never had candy seen too. it. Ah, oh, actually, the the new one's pretty good. Spoiler alert yeah. for the first like five minutes of that movie. True. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You make your way down the hallway, approach the door. Trying it, it is not locked. It is stuck. Mm. Enough so that you're not having to break it down. Just enough that you have to exert some force okay. to pull this open. So let's say, do I have to get my crowbar? Yeah. Uh, and even when you do, uh, either from the warping of the wood or the settling of the house, you can wedge it open far enough until it actually hits the, the boards on the floor and then gets stuck wedging it open about a foot and a half or so. Wide Wowzers. enough for you to each kind of turn sideways and slide in. Probably scrape right. the paint slightly with my armor on my way in, but yeah. Yep. Eh. It's not going to be great if we have to run They're in They're going to have to rehang so. that entire door anyway. Let's be yeah, real. probably. Lucia, you take the lead. Uh, ascending up the staircase. The staircase inside is both ridiculously thin, ridiculously steep, and ridiculously curved as it makes its way forward, up, and turns sharply to the left uh, to the point that it is more like a glorified ladder than it is a staircase. Mm. Uh, As you kind of reach out with your free hand, pull yourself up and along, keeping your rapier at the ready as you ascend. Uh, Stepping free, how tall is Lucia? Lucia is five foot four. Very well. Uh, stepping free, you do not need to duck, uh, as the hey. roof up here is five and a half feet high. Oh, oh, I have to duck. Yep. Everyone else has to duck. Uh, as long as you're standing Yay. in the center. For once, it pays to be short. <laughs> I don't know whether or not you have everyone else file up. Stepping up here, you can see, uh, first off, the sky, because por- a portion of the roof has collapsed over <laughs> the area that you saw below. Neat. Mm. Uh, it looks like there was once a door off towards the right-hand side that led out onto a, uh, a flat portion of the roof, uh, which seems to contain a number of uh, wrought iron, vaguely table shapes. Uh, although the wood that had once sat atop these has rotted to uh, almost non-existence. As such, you think it might have been something akin to like a rooftop terrace, uh, maybe for additional herbs. That mostly has collapsed downwards and probably has led to that water damage that you see down in the uh, floor below. Beyond that, there are wooden planks that make a about a foot wide walkway, uh, but the rest of it's just the exposed beams for the floor here. Hmm. Obviously, this room was never finished or intended for use, more intended for basically trapping uh, the rising temperature in this room above. Mm. A otherwise utterly pointless gable window uh, stares down onto the street below. Uh, so uh, ceiling's a little low in here. Um. All right. Is it worth going up? Uh, uh. So looking out here, I mean the roof's partially collapsed. Uh, there's some bags of maybe fertilizer, but there's like a a purple plant up here. I don't know, Adria. You wanna you wanna yes. check the purple plant? Adria's gonna like, excuse me, pardon me. Um, and look at the plants. Uh, yeah, you can make a recall knowledge for nature if you so wish. Delightful. I'm just waiting for this to be one of the, like, you know, mobile intelligent plants. Mm. They're just zinnias. I mean, it might be. Uh, Secret check. You're turning violet, Violet. Maybe it's nightshade, <laughs> and it's like, oh, dang. Oh, no. Deadly nightshade up hey, here. Very well. I mean, hey, who, 
Who knows, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I have assurance. I could have just used it. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> I forgot Do I had it, it and it doesn't matter. I rolled. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a mystic dahlia. No, what to know? It's just, you know, it's just a pretty flower. Mm. All right. Well, uh, seems like there's not much up here then. No. I mean, otherwise, there's a lot of rot. Great. Which, you know, collapsed roof, water damage. Not surprising. Mm. No ghosts, which well, I guess is good. I think we've good. established that the ghosts are probably below. <laughs> well, the ghost is actually in the house. The thing that has caused the ghosts to occur is below. Mm. Do we want to do a cursory look around? I mean, if this place is exposed to the elements, I doubt there's much here. I'm not climbing up on a rotted roof that I can't even fully stand up in. <laughs> well, once you're out on the terrace, you could stand up, but the uh, the rot seems to be at its most prevalent there. Yeah, once you find where the roof collapsed, stand up. It'll be fun. <laughs> you can stand up perfectly fine. We'll be real fun. careful. I mean, Cesare is an elf. He might be able to do a cool, like, balance on, like, you know, a rotten beam thing or I'm something. I'm glad you think I have the athletics for that. <laughs> that might be more acrobatics. I actually do have acrobatics, so Adrian, I guess, will take a look around. I was going to say, we might just want to, you know, mark this down as repair later. Oh, sure. We'll get the building code inspectors out here. I'm sure they'll have a field day. Well, I was hoping to fix it before any sort of building inspector came out and told him he's not uh, supposed to it, be here. It, it was a joke, Victoria. I'm not going to call <laughs> any inspectors. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who calls inspectors? <laughs> I'm going to stay here. Raven points at Cesare's shoulder. Yeah, Cesare is like probably just halfway up the glued stairs. To the glued like, to the stairs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll stay close enough that if something tries to eat my friends, I can help, but I'm also not going out there. <laughs> I mean, if we fell, I'd be fine, but... Yeah. All dahlias are poisonous to cats. Mm. Hmm. I don't, I don't know, know why that. I'd eat it, but if the urge hit me. They are cute, but yeah. For all of our uh, our listeners out there, be certain to always check what plants are poisonous to cats. Like yeah. lilies. lilies. Bad for yeah, cats. lilies, lilies too. Lilies especially. Mm. Yeah. Adrian, making your way out, the floor creaks ominously. I don't love that. However, it does still seem to be sturdy enough to support you. There are points where you can see where it sags, where the like water and the algae have mm. like settled and so you can almost see where the support beams are and stick on the actual supports yeah the yeah, only sure. notable thing is uh once you've gone out through the uh the side out of the attic and out onto the open landing it's only the absence that you note you'd grown so accustomed to being in that incredibly disturbing place that you hadn't realized that there was a muscle in your jaw that you've been clenching non-stop <laughs> until you step out here and feel this sudden oppressiveness lift. It's like oh. not knowing how badly you feel until you're no longer feeling so bad. God, that is the worst feeling in the mm. world to, to like <laughs> unconsciously be. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. it's the best when it's relieved, but it's yeah. the worst to be unconsciously so stressed that you don't even realize like literally everything is tense. It's like you're scrolling on Tumblr and there's a post that's mm. like unclench your jaw and you're like, oh yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine's always the relax your shoulders. As, as all of our listeners immediately are like, oh, I should have clenched my jaw. Unclench your jaw. Unclench your jaw, relax your shoulders, and take yes. a deep breath. Take yeah, a moment. Maybe get, get some water. water while you're at it. Stay this hydrated. Is our, this is our NPR segment for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little self-care. Self in the middle. Everyone mm -hmm. listening, just take a moment. Just focus on yourself. Just breathe in. Breathe out. So, okay, I'm not having a panic attack right now, so, you know. <laughs> Our listeners might be. Oh, I am. 
the dice in life might not always agree with you, but you can always roll again. Not for the same check that just killed me, anyway. <laughs> okay, I love Heather coming in as the rules lawyer to beat down that little bit of positivity. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, is there anything out here to look at, or I'm, I'm pretty much just like, well, that was weird, and now I'm no. coming back? I mean, you could take some clippings if you wanted to grow your own Mystic Dahlias, but that's basically yeah, sure. it. I'll okay. do a little snip dip and put some Dahlia though. in my satchel. Yeah, that's oh. it. All right, that's back down then. Uh, do you share with, uh, does Adria share with us the whole like, oh, and then I suddenly felt so much better as soon as I stepped outside? Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, probably. It feels nicer if you're not in this place, but is anybody that surprised? It's much akin to how uh, Cesare and Vittoria felt when they stepped out onto the balcony. Mm-hmm. Almost as if it's confined into the, the four walls of the building. Mm. Is that like normal for haunted places? They have some sort of aura? don't know what's normal for haunted places. In my limited experience yeah. with hauntings. You know. make your way uh, back in. It's uh, probably especially for, for Nicolo, it's almost, especially because he didn't actually go out onto the platform, it's almost easier mm. for you to like walk backwards down the stairs than try to turn around <laughs> in this thing. Um, Stupid plate mail. <laughs> <laughs> you step out onto the, uh, the landing again, the sun is uh, basically almost completely set. There's an odd sensation that rolls through all of you as you step back inside. Mm. This feeling of pressure, like an almost literal pressure, as if this this pressure on your ears that you can start to feel uh, and even hear the flowing of your blood through your neck. Ooh. I don't like that. There's a strange tightness, especially for, I think, whoever's in the back, which would probably be Cesare at that point. Um, since you guys are just kind of going in reverse order and stepping back out, yeah. Cesare going, being the first back in, there's a strange, like, you almost feel like you have to clear your throat, but that doesn't actually help with anything. This almost constricting around your neck. Very then. Your claws are digging in. That's because I feel weird constricting around my neck. <laughs> Cesare would step out into that hallway, making room for everybody else to get out of the weird, turny, narrow stairs. But you all step back out into the mm-hmm. landing of the... Uh, the lower floor. Although, uh, Nicolo, you are aware of that additional set of steps with <laughs> you still. Yes, we're still trying to find it. I know. I'm sorry. We should make our way down. It seems mm-hmm. like we're going down to the cellar. All right. Down we go. Mm-hmm. You turn, make your way back across the room, reach the stairs, take the stairs back down to the lower landing where you can mm-hmm. see down onto the ground floor. Go ahead and... Uh, Let's oh, go ahead no. and just get a will save from the party. Oh, no. <laughs> Great. Sure, sure. That. Everybody remember yeah. we have hero points, I believe? I'm going to need that hero point. <laughs> Much better. Okay. Um, Adria rolls a nine for a 22. All right. I rolled Jordan. a two for an 11. Going to go ahead and hero point that for <laughs> oh, a 17, no. which is a 26, which is way better. That, that is, is considerably better. better. Nice that hero a, point. Yeah, that yeah. is a well-used hero point. Good use. Yeah. Uh, Cesare rolls a four, four for a 14. Does Raven need to roll? Uh, no. Uh, Vittorio rolled a 13 for a 24. And Ross? All right. Well, uh, that's a five for a 15. So I think I'm also going to hero point. Uh, <laughs> not as bad <laughs> as Lucia's first roll. But uh, uh, with the re-roll, though, I do get a 10 for a 20. So that is better. Right. I mean, hey, it's at least better. better. Okay. Man, your roll is pretty good. Yeah. Rogues actually have good will save progression in 2E, which I find to be interesting. 
all of you reach the bottom of the steps, turn to make your way down the hallway. For a moment, you each hear a creaking sound. Yeah, yeah. Like the sound of wood straining under a tight rope. Yeah. Ooh. Cesare, though. Oh, no. As the rest of the party somewhat pauses, looks around, doesn't see anything, you do note something. Something so obvious you're surprised that no one else reacts. Immediately, Raven's claws dig into your shoulder as she begins to puff up. As you see, hanging from the banister in that discolored spot opposite of the child's bedroom door. Not the rope you were expecting, but hanging taut over the side of it, tied to the edge of the banister, a taunt child's jump rope. Oh. You feel like if you got a little closer, you could maybe just make out the figure hanging slowly, swaying on the other end. Am I compelled to do that? No, no, you don't have to. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Desiree, the learned Uh, elf says, nope. The rest of you don't see that to take it. See what? The jump rope tied to the banister. Uh, no. 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 No, there's nothing there. Or at least, not that I can see. She used her daughter's rope. Just gets more Mm. heartbreaking. So we continue on. (laughs) Carry on, and Cesare's unfortunately going to get a a sight. (laughs) Do you look? Cesare doesn't look, and he grabs Raven and makes sure she can't look either. She buries her her head into the the crook of your neck, much as she does sometimes when you're sleeping. (laughs) As you make your way past, kind of bringing up a hand to shield your face. You think you hear a... All of you still hear the soft grinding sound of Mm. a taunt rope against the edge of wood, as if something is somewhat pendulously swaying. Cesare, as you make your way past, you keep your head down and turned away. You hear a soft, ragged breathing. No. Not from the direction Uh. of the rope. No. But as if someone is raggedly breathing behind you (laughs) as you make your way to the end of the hallway down the stairs. Is she still following me once we get back down to the first floor? That feeling of pressure has not gone away for any of you. Mm. But do I still hear the breathing? Yes. I will allow uh, anyone that wishes to make me a uh, recall knowledge for uh, religion or cultism. Um, before we go, I think we should put the rope back up with the holy symbol just in case. Oh, you think it might actually be doing something? I think that would maybe might keep it at bay. I think we just untied it. We just tie it back. Let's tie it on one side and then it has a hook that's been set into the wall on the opposite side with a loop so that you can just kind of loop it back across. I imagine it kind of like those signs that people put on stairs. Yeah. My yeah, mind immediately not... goes to movie theaters where they'd have yeah. the yeah. rope Staff to block only off. is what it makes me think of. Mm. Yes. Hook the rope. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's re oh, yeah. the rope. Stepping over, uh, hooking the rope back into place. For all of you, that sense of pressure almost instantaneously vanishes. Mm. For Cesare, mm-hmm. as this is put back on, you feel the tension leave from your shoulders. The ragged breathing becomes fainter. Zella whispers in your ear. And for just the barest second out of the corner of your eye, you do see a pair of feet swaying about six feet off of the ground before even that vanishes 
into the growing darkness of this lower floor. Mm. Nearby, incongruously, you hear the whistling sound of Reich working in the kitchen. I love him. (laughs) I mean, at least he was smart enough to put that up. I'm not sure if he put that up. I mean, who would have otherwise? I don't know. Uh I mean, it makes sense for like, you know, superstition wise, you know, people put things up all the time thinking they're going to help whether they do or not. We don't know, except for this is a fantasy land where we know that they do. (laughs) This is a fantasy land where ghosts are 100 percent real and confirmed and can be found in academic texts. Exactly. That's true. I guess we'll go see Reich, right? Like, hey, how's it going? Uh, Definitely got some uh, hauntings happening upstairs. You make your way in. You see uh, Reich's in the kitchen. He's in his usual outfit, except for now he has a, uh, a large, somewhat stained apron as he's uh, in the process of just dicing up uh, what you consider to be passable potatoes. Mm. He's doing that thing where he's like gouging out the eyes because mm-hmm. they're already kind of starting to sprout a little bit, but they're not, they're getting ready to throw them out at the grocery mm. shop. Nice. And so they give them a steep discount. We love a discount. Ah, they're on the manager's special area. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. It's one step away from being sold to whatever local pig pen there is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got to oh, do what uh, you got to do. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm glad to see uh, you're, you're all okay. I heard a, a creaking sound, so I tend to whistle. Uh, whistle gets uh, the dark, as my uh, my father would say. Fair enough. Uh, you definitely have a haunting. So, good news, bad mm. news. Which do you want first? Uh, well, I'm assuming the bad news is the haunting I was just told about, but I, I kind of already <laughs> it's true. Uh, assumed. Have you ever gone down into the cellar? There's a cellar? So, yeah, the cellar also probably haunted. We're going to go check. <clears throat> Upstairs, definitely haunted, but... Good news, we didn't immediately die, so it's not, we don't think that the ghost is immediately hostile to people going up there? I think her sadness is overwhelming and would cause harm unintentionally. Yeah. Okay. But really, I think the, the main takeaway here is that there's a deeper level to this that we have discovered. And quite feasibly, the more we poke around, the more things are going to get dangerous around here. Oh, okay. And potentially dangerous for you. So we would like it if you maybe took the evening off and gave us some privacy to exorcise your home. Uh, um, I, I mean, I, I, I do have some friends near here. Uh, I could. If you'd rather that stay with too. them, that's fine too. I, 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 I could just talk with uh, uh, Saturnia over at the the tooth and Nella. She's let me stay uh, there before. Um, just, uh, just as a precaution. He fidgets a little bit. Um, I, I, I do have preparations I need to do for uh, mm. uh, the the morning. Um, if if you could help me pack up some stuff, I, I could see if maybe I could just use her kitchen while I was there and, and dice up all the ingredients and, and, and everything when I'm not here, because uh, otherwise, you know, I, I need uh, to get everything ready for that morning rush. And uh, right. I, I do have my uh, my sausage and, and egg pies that I make for the breakfast crowd. Uh, they're actually quite oh, delicious. Heck yeah. We're <laughs> going to eat those for sure later. <laughs> All right. Sure. So, uh, we can it, help it, you. We'll make it quick. But oh. um, yeah, we can do that. OK. And uh, and uh, don't don't uh, don't die. We don't intend to. Mm. We'll endeavor not to. I immediately go into like Tupperware packing mode. God, I don't know how that works in, you know, the it's a magic. land without plastic. I feel like they would yeah. be magic, magic Tupperware, which makes me think of that Goosebumps episode where the people stored themselves in Tupperware and they didn't age. <laughs> uh, I vaguely recall that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was while, a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really There's good Goosebumps reference. that had um, 
I remember the co- I remember as a child the cover scared me because it was an angry dog on the mm. cover, but it was also like foil, and so if the light oh, hit it right, the yeah, like the... eyes glowed red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah, I can't remember the I can't remember the details of that. So that might have been the Mirror Universe story. Is that the one where anyway. they turn the dog into a kid and then yeah, slowly I was gonna say is back? that the one where like the parents all turn all the kids in town were actually like different animals that had been transformed into kids and then. They started turning back. I'm thinking of one where they had a, uh, there was like a mirror universe that the guy went to and everyone over there uh. was like evil, classic kind of Star Trek style. And okay. then the kid's brother went over there and then he thought that like, you know, he solved everything at the end. And then uh, his brother, who everyone nicknamed Lefty was, uh, you know, they get to the end, they're throwing the ball together and then the kids throw oh, him with the right hand. The right and he's hand. like, oh God. Yeah. Goosebumps uh, were so good, so man. Good. They were so fun. I really like this uh, the yeah. camp one. That's like Camp Nightmare or whatever. That oh, was yeah, that was fun. That was so I great. Never actually anyway. read Goosebumps. <laughs> Yeah, you this was the uh, Ermagerd Goosebumps. Fifty uh, <laughs> percent of our audience has no idea what we're talking about. The other fifty percent just got a serious like jolt of nostalgia straight to the veins. <laughs> I watched the show, but I had kind of like skipped the Goosebumps era, and I went straight to Fear Street. Yeah, yeah you should have read Goosebumps too. It was yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, I suppose you uh, help him uh, pack everything up. Mm-hmm. You know, wave at him as he makes his way uh, off into the street quickly away. Uh, again, as the evening settling in and the temperature shifts, uh, as is typical for this time of year, a one might even say a uh, a scene setting fog settles in mm-hmm. outside <laughs> of the uh, of the course. house. Wait, just so it's thematic. When you yep. mentioned the cellar, did he act like he didn't know there was a cellar? He said he didn't know, or he said there's a cellar, and then you went on asking him to leave before he could. Yeah, we probably should have asked him. Well, I guess if he didn't know, he didn't know. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't know, he probably, probably wouldn't have been able to tell he us didn't much. Know. But it took you 30 minutes to help him. So if this occurred mm. to Adrian at any point in that 30 minutes, he <laughs> would just told you he had have. no idea that there's a cellar here. Okay, um, well, so that's... he obviously doesn't know where the door is. Well, it, yeah, I was gonna say it was bricked up. Maybe it was rebricked up. Yeah, after, I was gonna say it was uh, probably covered laid. up or sealed. I guess we're gonna search. They just said that they closed it. Like his, they had. I have just assumed that they locked it, and the girl didn't have access to the key or covered it with. Wood uh, or I something. believe I used yeah. the phrase "barricaded." Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's mm. let's stick together and look for a cellar door. Right. We're not Scooby doing this. We're not splitting the party <laughs> to search the haunted house. To be, one, Secret we're not splitting the party, then. and two, where would we go? There's not. This is not that big a place. <laughs> mm. It's either in the cellar on the first floor or in we have to find the place the where we feel like we're being slowly choked. So and I would start mm. somewhere near the kitchen. It might have been intended to be used as a root cellar. That makes sense. So uh, uh, what? We just start knocking on the walls. It should have a door. No one has done any renovations after this. If it's not inside, it might just be outside, like an outdoor kind of cellar. Like uh, with the door to open the stairs. Anyone that wishes to may either make me a perception roll or a uh, recall knowledge on craft. Ooh, my perception is so much better. I have such a great craft. My craft's okay, but my perception's very good. So, yeah, you all uh, scatter, begin searching around. You start in the uh, the kitchen, which is probably where, you know, Vittoria is also just like, we should maybe start in the kitchen as well. Um, Cesare kind of conferring with that, with the idea of like, well, if it's a it's a root cellar kind of thing. Adria, you help with the search there, move out into the hallway. It occurs to, uh, to Adria and she quickly notices that, yep, that's probably the case, is that at the bottom of the stairs, oh. uh, where the stairs go up, you can tell that there's two bookcases here. One against the wall, but one that is up against the wall that forms the bottom of the stairs. And oftentimes, especially in Cantargo, so that they didn't have to reinforce a separate portion of the house, they would use the reinforcement that they already have for the staircase. Um, mm-hmm. Many houses just have a uh, 
a little cubby under the stairs, but some will actually have a staircase leading down beneath the staircase leading up. Uh, hey, Niccolo, maybe help me move this bookcase. All right. I will lift a bookcase. Yeah. Uh, it takes Woo. very little physical effort to do so. Uh, pulling this away, you find that uh, behind it is a doorway. Hmm. Five Bingo. planks have been nailed across the doorway, uh, nailed into the door frame, keeping the door locked in place. The door does open outwards into the uh, the landing here. You ever find something that's boarded up and think... That's a good reason this is boarded up. There probably is. Well, we know there's a good reason it's boarded up. I mean, is this covered in holy symbols that have been carved uh, it into it not. or something crazy? No. Uh, there's no holy symbols or anything else carved into this. Especially having read the previous journal as you did, you can tell that there were planks on here that were ripped off previously, judging by the damage to the door frame. And then mm. these planks were added on in their place. Or maybe it was the exact same planks that were put back up. But you are aware so. that the husband did unboard the... St- entrance to the cellar. Probably when Great. the daughter went missing. Probably. Third time's the charm then, eh? I'll start uh, removing the boards. Oh, um, that cr- crowbar and get to work. Yeah. Do you need me to make an athletics check or is it just a sort of, I spend enough time and it happens? If you spend enough time, you can take care of it. All also, right. I think you have assurance for athletics so you could use I, that, that as well. That is true, I do. So. <laughs> so you could probably do it rather, uh, rather well. You've uh, a well-practiced use with your crowbar. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm getting uh, a 19 on athletics without rolling anything, so... A man and his crowbar. Dang. Just shunk, shunk. A man and his crowbar. I love story for the ages. <laughs> I do love this crowbar. It's pretty neat. Man and his crowbar, the Gordon <laughs> Freeman re- story. It actually has really come in handy, this adventure path, for some reason. We're doing a lot of skullduggery. You know? mm-hmm. Well, I guess we go down. Make sure light is on, on Lucia. Is Lucia leading the way or Nicola leading the way? I thought it was Lucia and then Nicolo. I thought Lucia, that was the yeah, thing. Lucia first, then Nicolo. Yeah, that's how we've been doing it. Have we? I thought yeah. we've been doing it where Nicolo's been in the front. I mean, not not here, no. Well, no, regardless, we I don't want to put um, light on the rogue in case he wants to be stealthy for some reason. That's well, true. I also have dark vision. I don't need it. But yeah, no, oh, yeah, sure. that's good. Prying the planks off, you set these off to the side. Set them on the bookcase that you just moved out of the way. All Opening right. the door, it squeals in protest, <laughs> but opens. As it does so, this cold, slightly moist air blows out of the open doorway. Oh boy, they gotta have a mold problem. <laughs> There's a lot of problems in this house. Just on the other side of this door, you can see a small landing, some about three feet square, and a set of stone steps that descends down to your left into the darkness below. I mean, Nikola wrinkles his nose, but then I guess gets ready to go down. It's like, ooh. Okay. Oh, this is going to be an adventure. Uh, on the plus side, I guess, um, we're helping somebody in need. So, you know, get the job done and hopefully uh, we'll all live to tell the tale. Mm. Mm. Hey, and if it happens to connect to the thieves' den that's under the graveyard, that's great. We might be lucky. You never know. Man, if only we were that exactly lucky, right? not exactly sure that the thieves' guild is underneath the graveyard. That's just something we think. We were just guessing, but if it happens to work out, that's great. Maybe focusing on one problem at a time before we go worrying about the thieves' guild. We worry about the ghost, curse, haunt, whatever's well, down here. you never know how things might be connected. It's better to keep an open mind. A thieves' guild under the graveyard would be the best place to do skullduggery. Yes. <laughs> wow. Emphasis on skull. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and Doug. <laughs> but and Doug. Oh, double, double fun. Uh, Making your way down the stairs. Lucia up at point. Niccolo directly 
behind. Uh, Niklo being able to see further than Lucia um, as you descend down the stairs, at the very least clearer towards the edge of the shadowy illumination from the mm-hmm. light spell. See, these are big stairs. I believe uh, Adria yeah. in the middle, followed by Vittoria and Cesare. I think it's Vittoria, then Adria, then Cesare. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Sometimes I'm last because the wizard is squishier than me, and it is in a scary situation. It is not good to go first or last. <laughs> you make your way forward and step into a lower chamber. You are not positive exactly what the purpose of this room was previously. It has been given over, however, to what you can only describe as a riot of fungal growth. Oh Mm. my. Tables once seem to have lined the surrounding walls. As you step in, particularly Adria would note, these tables once contained planters. Again, if you're dealing with herbalism, Well, expanding that to fungus probably makes sense as well. True. Whatever plant life, whatever fungal life was once being cultivated down here seems to have taken the opportunity as well as the the moistness to expand to its fullest. Okay. Meaning that the tables are only recognizable in a vague table-like shape that if you could use a word to describe it, look soft now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but if these are herbalism mushrooms, that could be cool. They might also be cursed, so who knows? Oh, you know. Off towards the side, you can see a drain set into the wall on the far side. And hanging directly next to the stair when you come in um, is an oil lantern. (laughs) Again, the room has this overwhelming dampness to it. Going to want to clear this place up, too, before... Oh, yes. Inhabitation. Uh, What? uh. So we might want to be careful. Yeah. The grate is missing from the large drain in the wall. Missing? Oh. 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 So that you can come and go, I suppose. Probably. I'm thinking that's our second entrance. I would imagine that it's the only way out. Hmm. And we do know that uh, Lay did uh, disappear. All right. Stick close to each other, everyone. Adria, what do you think about uh, the fungi here? Let me see what I know. Make it recall knowledge, uh, nature, if you so wish. I will. I think I will as well. I certainly don't know nature. Nah, me neither. Uh, just giving this to you, Adria, you can tell that a, the number of these plants are used for medicinal purposes. Hmm. Um, as they are right now, they're probably not going to be of much use. Sure. You would need to take them, subsequently dry them, probably use them as to a powder, and maybe mix them with other things. Uh, however, I believe you actually have the uh, natural medicine uh, feed. I do. You could get the mechanical bonus right now if you use your natural medicine in this room. I think it's a plus two bonus or something on the roll. Because you're like, Wonderful. oh, look at all this medicine. Nice. Um, this fungus would make a great poultice. I'm going to collect these, but maybe uh, not right now. I'll also give it to uh, Adria and Vittoria both. Curiously, especially considering you think it's where it would be growing the most. There's no fungal growth in a roughly circular area about two to three feet in diameter surrounding the open hole in the wall. Oh, uh, just to put this in perspective, that uh, the large drain in the wall is almost about two feet across. Whoa. It's basically like a two-foot circular drain. Okay, so there's something wrong with this whole area. I like motion toward the non-growth I area. I agree. There should be fungus growing here as well. But also, I'm going to harvest all of this when we're done. Good to know. I I don't think anybody's going to stand in your way, to be honest. Okay. So, Lucia, you're the smallest. Maybe we can just send her down in. Oh, please, no. 
It, it, joke. It's so dark. Joke. I see Vittoria's trying them too. Fun. Not uh, very good at them, let's be honest. Take a gander over there, maybe. You do have a light on. Just go stand close enough that we Just can see. Just go stand next to it. Don't go actually in the hole. Hopefully something doesn't grab your ankles and drag you in. I would also like to check that area for traps specifically because, you know. <laughs> Especially the, the fungus and up killing level of trap. Mm. Well, it's something that's scaring off the natural order of fungus. I was going to say, literally, the fungus knows not to grow there. It's so, mm-hmm. like, weird. That it gets used a lot, so, you know, there's no... Oh, like stuff's coming out and scraping it in a circle or something? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Okay, so Nicolo's going into going over to investigate that? Mm-hmm. Is anyone else doing anything in the meantime, or are you waiting for the thumbs up? I'll go kind of with him, but not, like, right next to him. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, I was going to say, I'll go over, like, near there, but I'm standing on the fungus. Cesare is just bracing himself for having side. to climb through a gross grate. Mm, okay. <laughs> you know, we were referencing it earlier in this episode, this and very I didn't it. realize this it was going to be it. so it. <laughs> we all float down here, man. Hopefully we float. I was going to say we hope. It might just be a hole into hell. Who knows? <laughs> oh, no, not a hell one. mouth. No. We are in Chelyax. It's true. Um, True. So it, um, I don't think anything's trapped over here, but something has definitely come to keep this area clean. It's been scraped, probably with a dull knife or something similar. Oh, Wait, I so something's actually were... like physically removing that stuff? Probably doing mm-hmm. exactly what Adria wants to do and use it for medicinal purposes. Maybe. Or some sort of. Oh, that's weird. Of... It may just be as far as it can reach out into the room. It can't squeeze through the hole. Maybe. All right, so we can rule out it being a Morlock. Maybe it's eaten it, yeah. Maybe. So as far as getting through, this is concerned? Oh, no. We well, is there no other exits? This is literally the only way? This is the only room. Now I yeah. wish I hadn't used pest form, and I could just be a, like, Right? Rat. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't help the rest of us. Well, yeah. <laughs> also, that feels like such a long time ago, that episode, that was not really that long ago. <laughs> I've already used it. So uh, mechanically... Uh, getting through this hole does require you to make an escape check. Mm-hmm. It is somewhat of a tight squeeze for any of you. You can tell that it only goes about three or four feet before uh, Nicolo leaning down, looking in. You can see that it exits into probably a larger either sewer or judging by your your kind of your proximity to near the outer walls and all the rest of it, it might be more of a storm drain. Uh, you doubt mm. very seriously they'd have an open hole to the sewer here. Mm. Oh, you'd smell it, I imagine, also. Yeah. yeah. Cocking your head and looking down though, there, though, you can tell that it goes for about three feet or so. You would need to make an escape check to get through there. However, the escape DC for this is, um, especially because the sides are a little slick, um, <laughs> is actually only a DC 15. Uh, so oh. assuming that you don't have a negative five or higher uh, penalty because of armor check or anything like that, anyone that can make an acrobatics check to get through there. Right now, I'm not going to be worried about it. Now, mind you, if you're, I don't know, trying to desperately get back up through it, uh, we may need to worry about actually having you guys roll for it at that point. Rick's mm. most obvious foreshadowing ever. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I have an okay acrobatic. We will be so screaming for our lives soon. I point out that it <laughs> might just be side shadowing. Mm, could it be. could also be side shadowing too. Regardless, I guess um, that's good to know. It'll be tight through there, but we can make it. It's just going to be hard if we're coming back up in a hurry. Well. Maybe we'll find a different exit. Maybe. Most places do have two, just in case. Ah, yeah. Shall we? 
I guess so. Don't look at me. I look at Nico because he's. (laughs) Everybody turns to look at Nico (laughs) first for sure. Oh, when it's gross, I get to go first. Okay, I see. 100%. 100% of the time. It's gross. Uh, very well. Nico, I guess, sighs and then just starts crawling through the muck. And then we all follow him. It's not like he's going alone. Yeah, no. (laughs) Lucia will follow him afterwards, but does not want to go in first. Okay. Victoria puts her gloves on. <laughs> Probably smart. Help. If only the rest of us had thought to bring gloves. We're going to be so gross, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a staple of my, of my outfit at this point. That is true. It is a staple of your outfit. Good point. Uh, simple question, but it's uh, each of your own mm-hmm. choice. Uh, do you choose to go uh, blindly feet first or head first down the 45-degree uh, angle hole into the earth? I'll go head first. Okay. Why? I'd like to see I'm where gonna go I'm going. Feet. <laughs> he wants to know something's going to happen. Everybody else going feet first. Yeah, for sure. and Cesare will send Raven down on her own first because she can just kind of <laughs> walk down it and then Actually, jump out. Send well, everybody first. else is going to be down the hole already. That's it's true. Just, it's just that funny. Poor dirty cat. She just, Raven's like, I'll just wait here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't right. know if she's going to be much cleaner just staying on yeah. people crawling That's through. That's fair, it. yeah. The... Show her, this way is just on her feet. I just picture her walking yeah. down through the hole and then jumping out and landing on Nicolo. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when uh, when Nicolo goes, it like basically like leans down, goes in shoulders first, starts to wiggle his way forward. You know, I imagine probably like dagger in hand because he needs something mm-hmm. to use in close quarters as he goes forward. Uh, Raven just launches herself forward and basically like hot dogs herself between his legs, like riding <laughs> on his cloak <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> Uh, and then, Nicola, once you reach the bottom, you place your hands. You kind of like have to almost wheelbarrow walk yourself forward. Mm. You feel these little like as the feet go running across your shoulders and uh, running across your back. By the time you stand, there's a cat on your shoulder. It's not a horrifying monster. Which Hot is so dog. Cute. I just yep. like she's like, OK, I'm going to sit on your shoulder so I don't have to walk through this mu- or sit on your cloak so I don't have to walk through this muck. Proving yep. that Raven is the smartest of all of us. Exiting into the uh, this tunnel below, you realize that your initial assessment is probably half accurate. No oh, good. You believe that this is being used as a a storm drain. The ceiling in here uh, at the edge of this, because it is curved, uh, the ceiling is somewhat low. But in the center of this, the ceiling gets up to a height of almost some ten feet. Oh wow! All right. Judging by the cobblestones that form the uh, the bottom of this passage. You think that this was once a street before the Mm. level of the city grew up, much as it did elsewhere. Mm. And then they just added basically an arch over this to make it into a drainage passage. Um, As such, almost in a sort of comedic way, there's actually a drain going down the middle of what was once the street, uh, which now this entire passage would be used during one of Kentargo's frequent storms. Mm. Uh, Due to the amount of rain that you've actually had recently, uh, this passage is mostly free of any sort of debris or detritus. Hey! Uh, as you exit out here, you glance around off towards the side. And you can probably warn your compatriots before they come down to shield their light source. A, uh, a small colony of bats hangs in <gasps> one corner, aw? maybe about 30 or 40 of them. Uh, a few of them look in your direction, although since you didn't even bring a light source with you, they don't seem to be bothered by your presence. Raven's collar has a light spell on it. That's where Cesare okay. casts it. Oops. So. She puts a little paw up to her chest Aww. like a I love bats. Like a noble woman daintily, you know, Aww. covering her jewelry. The bats, you know, squeak some in protest and Raven eyes them suspiciously. Mm, but I so suppose cute. the rest of you wiggle your way down. Uh, fortunately, with the storm coming through here, the smell of guano is uh, minimal. Hmm. Bats down here, but there's not much else, so you oh, all bats. should be fine. 
Just maybe cover your lights on the right-hand side as you come down. Okay. I guess mostly for Lucia, because I yeah, think she's the only one that has spell. light spells. So. Yep. yep, we all join. What kind of bats are they? They're bat-shaped bats. I don't know. Oh. For, those who, for those who don't know, Jess loves bats. I love bats. So I, have much. A, I love bats. Oh yeah, she no, bats are real, cool. Nicolo knows nothing obsession. about them, but they are That's cool. Fair. Yeah. Well, it's like, are they insectivores? Are they? They're probably not yes, fruit uh, bats. They're, they're not weird. fruit bats. They eat people. That means they probably have those little like. Yeah, leaf, they have the little little uh, little leaf pink little leaf noses. Nose. Yeah, they've got the yeah. little like curved leaf nose. Yeah. They're so cute. They watch you off to the side. Cute. Mm. Uh, yeah, each of you drop down uh, off towards the right-hand side. You can see that the bats are kind of clustered over there because uh, after a distance of, uh, Nicolo can tell after a distance of some almost 100 feet or so. Uh, fortunately, dark vision no longer has a range limit to it. Nope. Um, Wait, so. what? It yeah, doesn't. Dark vision doesn't have a range Dang. limit in second edition. That's um, crazy. Sorry, yeah, I can see in darkness as well as I could in normal light, so. Which honestly makes way more sense yeah, if we're going to talk. It does you know? make yeah. total sense, yeah. I miss infravision. Anyway, I was going to say, uh, if it's infravision, then it wouldn't make sense. Wow, that took me back. <laughs> There's a deep cut. No, you can glance down that way and see the passage continues for about 100 feet or so uh, before it just kind of reaches a brick wall. Uh, you mm. can tell that there are uh, a number of exits out onto street level here. Uh, so you're going to guess that that's how the, uh, the bats reach the surface again uh, mm. whenever they go out. Um, they're currently all in the process of just kind of like shaping off their uh, their torpor and getting ready to go out for an evening's feeding. Oh, that's yeah. true. Good for them. The bats don't have curfew. Nope. It's true. Go eat them buggies. Very hard to enforce bat curfew. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for them. But you can all see right. the passage off towards your left continues, uh, reaches what was probably once an intersection when this was a street uh, before it turns off uh, to the, uh, the right and left. Don't think we're going to have to... Uh, Go down the bat tunnel, yeah, you know, or the good. bat cave, as it were. Um, ah. mm -hmm. They'll probably clear out of here soon, anyway. Mm. I mean, can we see any evidence of like somebody who's come through at all, or is the rain just washed away everything? Uh, you can make a survival if you so wish. Let's make survival checks. Oh wow, I rolled a seventeen for a twenty-three survival. Uh, yeah, I'm not I... trained in survival. Cesare is going to be like, all right, we're in a storm drain. I rolled an eleven for twenty. And Nicola rolled a six for a 14. So, Ouch. yeah, I didn't do great. So, uh, Adria, Vittoria, um, Nicolo taking a quick glance around. It's interesting because you don't see any sign of, um, you know, tracks or anything like that. Again, the rain coming through here has probably washed away any older signs. Uh, as you begin to search around, you make your way uh, to the far end here. Uh, you can see that there is an area off towards the side where the stones have somewhat collapsed from the or across the the wall opposite of this, basically opposite of where you've come down, and a little bit closer to the bats. Uh, they eye you suspiciously, particularly the cat, uh, but then they decide to go ahead and uh, you know flutter down and and crawl their way up the wall and out the uh, the drain here uh, off into the city to go do their hunting. Again, you don't find any sign of tracks. However, you do locate opposite uh, of where you've come in a section of the wall that collapsed has collapsed in on this side uh, sometime back this is not a recent collapse it is very difficult for any of you being medium-sized creatures to be able to get through there although kind of like holding raven forward uh, cautiously <laughs> i imagine as you do uh, she can confirm that this is the exit to the surface for the well if someone mm. climbed down the well potentially they could crawl in through the wall here oh. or if perhaps a child were to do so huh well, then we only have the one direction. Mm. Okay. Right, left it is. 
You turn, you make your way left. You reach the intersection. The passage off towards the left-hand side here mostly collapsed, uh, still wide enough for water to get through, although you imagine it probably causes some backup and drainage in the area surrounding the cemetery. Mm. Off towards the right, you can follow that passage for some distance. I imagine keeping uh, keeping cautious, Nicolo taking a little bit more of point. Again, it's wide enough here for Nicolo and uh, Lucia to walk two abreast uh, and mm. still have plenty of room to fight if it should come to that. That allows Nicolo to keep an eye on the further distance, as you can see along these long passages ahead. Mm. Again, were this during the day, you think that there would be some slanting light coming down from the drainage uh, off towards your right and left, although here at night, not so much. Mm. You follow this for quite some time, maybe uh, about four or five minutes. The smell of water is profuse here, and eventually the passages begin to turn, and you can hear this gurgling sound. Like, like a drainage spout, but it's almost this disturbing sound, almost akin to like a wet breathing coming, mm. echoing down the length of the passage, mm. this wash in, wash out. You make your way forward a bit further and round the corner. Go ahead and actually give me an occultism roll from everyone. Oh, God. Uh, can we make this even if we're untrained? You can recall knowledge on anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's I'll just, give it a you're shot. You're not likely to get it, but yeah, you can recall knowledge. Hey, never know. There's a 20 on every dice. Also, okay. I'd like to go in and switch from the dagger to the morning star again, if I might. <laughs> my morning right. star is enchanted. Not a problem. Yeah. Same reason I'm using my rapier. Mm. It's magic. As you round the corner, you can see ahead of you is an area where the uh, passage opens up. Ahead of you, you can see a space where four passages converge. In the center is a large circular area that reminds you actually quite a bit of when you were beneath the old stable house, when right after you all first met, that basically that sewage citron there, except for instead of sewage, it seems to be judging by the churning of this pool of water with a walkway surrounding the outside of it in this circular intersection where the four passages meet. It almost looks like it's a tidal pool formed from the drainage, probably somehow linking itself back out to the river. Uh, it churns uh, enough that you can again see this mound in the center that looks like it's built up, almost making its own little island. Well, they found hmm. the girl's body in the river, didn't they? They did. That is yeah. correct. Mm hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> however, as you look over this, the mound shivers. Uh oh. I'll go ahead and give this out a little bit of secret check information here. I don't like it when mounds shiver. Mm. At least it's not shambling. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> so this could be either good or bad. Um, right. But uh, that is not Yog. <gasps> oh my god. Huh. Jessica the player. Like, so like inner like inner Rachel is just me. like, oh my god, yeah. it's not Yog. Oh my god. But it's like we're not friends with these Utyugs yet, so it could be it's really bad. True. <laughs> and unlike the previous time we had a run in with the uh Utyugs, if uh if you'll explain for the audience what an Utyug is, or at the very least Vittoria can They're explain yeah. to the party. Adorable. We love yeah, that. Actually like, Vittoria, about to be like, what on earth is an Utyug? Yeah, Vittoria is the only one that was able to identify this. That's true. So, um I mean you could consider them to be lords of the sewers, ditches, and landfills, but they're um mm. three legged monstrous creatures that uh, really like garbage and refuse and um, a lot of people think they evolved in swamps and then moved to sewers as cities rose up. They're like catfish or something. They are <laughs> usually predators and very territorial. Um, mm. Sometimes they form like little communities. Um, <gasps> That's so cute. 
Hmm. I, I don't know if this one's going to be, uh, quote-unquote, friendly. Ah. Well, we should approach it that Cautiously. way, and if worse comes to worse... I guess we'll see what happens. We have to Could go this way regardless. Could it be what's eating the mushrooms out of that... The reaching I mean, it's the rather large, I doubt it. Probably favors the garbage more than it would any fungus. Although you do note that it's, uh... The long tentacles that splay off from it are almost some 15 feet in length. That's hmm. true. But he said it looked like it was scraped. Mm, well, by something dull. Mm, yeah, that's true. maybe it has a little knife. So should we just have a, it's like, possible. say hello? They have very long tentacles. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had knife. a mental image of, a, of an utyug with, like, a bottle of with grape like upon knife. and, like, a little knife. Like, may I get you some grape upon? Oh, no, my, my mind immediately when uh, Futurama just, like, mm. it's like, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> yes, let's try well, to I cut approach... you so bad, you wish I didn't cut you so bad. <laughs> let's try to be nice to the utyug and continue our tradition of yes. making friends with the utyugs. I was going to say, I mean, for those... For those who don't know, we as players love Utyugs. Oh my god, I think they're my favorite. Because we just died about it very excitedly. Approaching closer to the thing, again, you can't make out all the details of this creature as it is submerged in the water. But as you approach closer, imagine, if you will, a meatball, some 10 (laughs) feet in diameter. By the way, they like to sound important, so if they have a title, we should use it. Okay. Three, uh, beneath the water, you can vaguely make out three almost elephant-like legs, giving it a tripod-like build. Two tentacles stretch off of its central body mass, which splits in the center with a mouth nearly the full width of the front of this creature. Hmm. Each of these two tentacles end in pads, covered with scores of dull, almost almost like talons, Oh, so, yeah, might be eating the fungus. Curiously, though, at the top of it, uh, what was previously just kind of lounging in the pool, Mm -hmm. is a long tentacle equal in length. Across the front of this are three eyeballs stacked one on top of one another on a central stalk, which protrudes off the top of this creature's head. Cute. I love them so much. So cute and weird. As you get closer to the massive beast, you realize that it is doing two curious things. Oh no. Um, First off is it seems to just be letting its tentacles float in the water. It's having a nice bath, Is this its hot tub slash bath? (laughs) The second is, is as the water whooshes in and whooshes out, it seems to be, there's not another word, softly singing off key to itself. Tub. As it's the so water cute. rolls in and out, storm and flow. Oh my wash god! Wash in, wash out. You got a real pretty singing voice. The eye stalk turns suddenly <laughs> as you address the creature. Good evening. One, two, three, four, five. Five. Not one or three or seven. (laughs) Huh. The creature stands, suddenly bringing to mind the fact that it does have the full bulk almost of an elephant. It is huge. It is real big. As it turns in place. Yep. 
The waters continue to wash about it, but it seems to, once it has decided not to be moved by the flowing of the water, no longer shake and stands <laughs> shockingly steady, like an extraordinarily well-built tripod. Cool. We're very sorry <laughs> to interrupt. You are new. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, may we introduce ourselves? Introduction. Yes. Well, I'm Victoria. These are my friends, Cesare, Lucia, Adria, and Nicolo, and our little friend, Raven. Hello. Hello. And you Good are? Good evening. The creature wades forward to the edge of the pool. Again, you're some good uh, about 20 feet or so away from it right now, kind of addressing it from a safe just outside of tentacle range. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you know. As the creature wades its way up, you realize that it, at first you think it's covered in some detritus before you realize that it's intentional. Somehow it is tied around its various tentacles and its long tentacle-like neck for its eye stalk, a fishing net that it wears as something akin to a cloak. Oh my God. Of which it is bound inside of it various pieces of driftwood and other, <laughs> your guess, items that it's found. Oh my God. Many of them shine and wink in your light. I am Bropolog. My people call me Lord of the Flotsam. It's mm. a pleasure to meet you. Actually, I have an offering, and I pull out some pretty glassy rocks that we found it somewhere. I don't know. They're my mom bag. And I offer them <laughs> there we to go. him. <laughs> May I touch your hand? Sure. The creature extends a tentacle. You know, it's one tentacle comes out, you place the stones in it. The other tentacle comes over and just gently places itself and rubs along your hand in the opposite direction of its barbs. Okay, that's nice. So it's almost a soft sort of petting sensation. Danger hmm. is like, I guess this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> what a druid You're a moment. Druid. It, Brings yeah. its tentacle back and then sticks it in its mouth. I don't love its that. Its tongue kind of plays you just over got this. <laughs> we just walked through a marinade. Mmm. <laughs> mm. I gift you. Uh, only if you want to. The tentacle dips into the water, comes back out, not holding anything, but kind of scooped almost forming a, like a bowl as it mm. comes forward and then dunks it gently over your head. No. Okay, places it. its full <laughs> tentacle pad atop your head. Mm. <laughs> Blessing of storm and wind and wave. Blessing to you of the sky father and sea mother. Holy cow! Okay, is he a cleric? Thank you. It takes its tentacle back. Is that like a prayer or anything I recognize? (laughs) Uh, Anyone that wishes to may make a knowledge religion if they so wish. That feels like some Gozer stuff that just occurred. Yeah. I'll give it to everyone with the exception of Lucia. (laughs) And not train. You do know that the uh, the wind and the waves is a common name attributed to Gozra. Uh, The father of the sky, the mother of the sea. 
uh, as Gozra is the dualistic deity of nature, a god of the storm and sky, and also the goddess of the wave and surf, born from the ocean's fury and the wind's wrath. Mama is never going to believe this. Thank you for the blessing. You are a devotee of Gozra. I am a speaker for the wind and the wave. As an order of the storm druid, this intrigues me. <laughs> you call them Gozra. Hmm. So you guys are our new best friend. Yeah. Mm. Add, um, him to, add, him, add him to the rebellion, right? Instantly. Uh, Come on now. <laughs> I assume then this is your domain. Yes. Some come to seek my wisdom here. The wisdom of the Lord of Flotsam. All that washes in belongs to me. Would you be able to perhaps help us with something that may have washed out? Mm. Once it leaves my lordly domain, it belongs to the waves and the goddess. But I will help how I can. You may approach and soak your tentacles in the sacred pool. Yeah, Adria is immediately soaking. <laughs> That's uh, mighty generous of you. Thank you. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm going to pass. Raven says, <laughs> looking at the pool. <laughs> oh my gosh, this may be my favorite interaction of this Adria's entire Adria's like, I've already <laughs> focused back so up great. to get all my points, but I could totally do that here. It's, everyone was expecting horror, and then suddenly... <laughs> yeah, suddenly I was going to say, this is not the direction I thought this was going to go. I mean, Cesare will sit at the edge of the pool and take off his boots and roll up his pants a little bit and play oh, nice with it. Yeah, 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 nice nice yeah. 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 We don't want to be rude. Adria's going to float in the water and hang out. <laughs> Yeah. You just go, you just go full, full like uh, board in the water. I'll probably do the thing where my elbows are out, you know, against yeah. the edge. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. You're just floating. Again, it is a, it is a full on tidal pool. Um, fortunately, his presence in the water disrupts the flow enough that uh, there isn't the suction. But as you get to the edge of it, you can see that it's about five or six feet deep, mm-hmm. and there's a massive iron grate, uh, obviously mm. sturdy enough to support this creature. Yeah. Although yeah. you imagine he's also somewhat buoyed by the water. Mm. We just chill with him. So I, I kind of want to ask about the creepy old lady. Do you get uh, many visitors of our kind down here? Visitors? No. Sometimes there are the others. I divide them in two. Hmm. There are those who come down here to aid in uplifting my domain. You call them workmen. (laughs) (laughs) Nicolo immediately feels very bad for any workmen who have, like, somehow run afoul of this This thing. This is delightful. Okay, no, no. He said they're uplifting his domain. I don't think he harms them. I, yeah. He's happy I mean, yeah. they're down here so repairing the infrastructure, It is guys. a common yeah. thing, especially in Chiliacs, <laughs> to, uh, you know, actually in many civilized cities, to kind of have a, a good relationship with the Utyugs because, I mean, they are natural garbage disposals working mm-hmm. their way around down in the sewer love system. It. They're like those suckers. Yeah, they're a huge them. part of the sewer yeah, they're system like in the Magnemar, like for instance. Mm. Yeah. The others 
I call intruders. They come in ones or threes or seven. <laughs> Fortunately, we were not one or three or seven. Heaven forbid we be even numbered. So, my lord, how long have you lorded over this domain? The Yug brings a tentacle down and in a either learned or strangely human mannerism, rubs one tentacle where a chin would be underneath its mouth. <laughs> or maybe the equivalent of rubbing one's belly. You're not positive which. <laughs> Even again, uh, Vittoria having identified this creature, you can tell that he is probably aged. Uh, there's a certain degree of like cataracts uh, forming in one oh, no. of his three eyes. Mm. Since some, some time ago in my youth, do not judge me harshly. Never. But in my youth, I would fish the bodies from the river during your great battles on the surface. Ah. So he's been here since Whoa. the freaking Chelish Civil War. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> he's at least as old as me and Chesare, right? We yeah. ate well then, and I had three children. And your children are grown, I assume, and have moved on? They have grown. They have children of their own. Some mm. have made their way east, far away. Far, far to the other side of the island. Mm. They have children of their own and their children's children. And sometimes they return here to learn of the sky and the storm and the waves. I love it so much. Perfect. I think that's wonderful. Those that have not turned. Turned? Turned. turned. What do you mean by Turned. Some listen to the invaders, those that come in ones or threes or seven. <laughs> Is there perhaps a society check or something I could make? Right, see can if I, I make? Could, that sounds yeah. like a patrol yeah. of some yeah. kind. Uh, uh, without more information, there's very little you could immediately do with that. Other than the fact that, you know, mm. prime numbers are, of course, uh, of high, both uh, religious metaphysical and magical importance. Can you tell mm. us more about the invaders? Because we're also trying to, to figure out how to stop something bad that happened. They are like, mm, like you. A tentacle points at Adria. Or you. A tentacle points at Vittoria. Or you. A tentacle points at Lucia. Humanoid. Or female. Human? I have... Difficulty telling the difference, unlike the obvious differences with Utyag. Of course. <laughs> mm. But mm, higher in voice and softer in step. Hmm. What do they do? They whisper. No, oh, that triggers me. Me, Jessica, the player. Sometimes they speak, sometimes they scream. They are invaders. I have been gifted 
in power by the storm and the sky and the wave. Sometimes one must use the powers gifted. Mm. Do you know where we can find these invaders? Do they stay in the same area generally? They are near, but not here. They live below, but I know not where. They speak their lies. What was the name of the The lady? creature rings its tentacles for a moment. I thought that there was a name of a person that, that was, you know, that was drawing all these people in, but now I don't know what it is. Well, no, the the daughter and the husband kept drawing a picture of a lady. A woman. Oh, bring that picture? Yeah. Seven times? Because they come in seven. Mm. Victoria would have picked up one of those pictures, right? Did we just find a cult? Adria has the picture the picture because it had the plants ah, on the crap. other Adria, side. Adria like pulls her bag out and sits like I guess I wouldn't have put my bag in the water. I uh, dig in my bag and I find the picture and I say, Do any of the invaders look like this lady? Hmm. Perhaps. They wear a thing upon their face. A mask? What sort of thing? Like your clothing with holes for eyes. Mm. Bright in color like spring leaves that sometimes wash in after the storm. Like they are green mask. and gold and give them an odd look. Perhaps huh. in a way to try to be a monster. They come for the children. Have you seen children recently? Yes. Three. Three? What? Where? Can you describe them? Like me, but smaller. Oh. They're taking your children? The, the baby Atyugs? Three came to seek my guidance, saying that the woman spoke to them of the illusion of life. They asked for my guidance. Bofropon, Belafon, Bepripfitin, my grandchildren. Did they return to their parents or did they seek out these invaders? I think the lost youth are here, somehow following these deceptions. The women speak. Praising their goddess. And that that would be? I do not know her name, but they call her the Dowager of Illusion. All right, is that enough to make a check? That is enough to make a recall knowledge if someone would wish to. Yes, we do wish to do it. Uh, Be a religion, yes. Sounds familiar. I mean, to, to me, and not I mean, necessarily so, to Nicolo, So his but. three grandchildren came. He didn't actually see human kids. It was his three grandchildren. It was his three I grandchildren. So. Yeah. Although, I mean, it very well could be human children as well. He's just speaking most recently. Yeah. 
It sounds like uh, Mahathala. She is the queen of the night. Mm. She used to be a psychopomp, but she fled Pharasma's side after she was granted a vision of her own death and changed her loyalty to Asmodeus. Huh. Mm. One of her common uh, monikers is the Dowager of Illusions. Formerly, she was known as the Maiden of Mist. Hmm. So this is somehow tying back to the church? Yes, they would be hmm. allies with the Asmodeans. I don't know if the church knows that. I would imagine that the church knows that there's one of her cults underneath the city. They probably don't pay it any mind as long as she doesn't take, as long as they don't take any children of importance. Her, the idea of them saying everything in this illusion is... She wants them to reject conventional wisdom as falsehood and capitalize on the ignorance of those around them oh and become an arbiter of your own reality. So oh. she's... Um, and people believe this? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> she's post-truth. Anyway, have you seen any human children get taken? Like maybe a girl named Stella 10 years ago? Zella. Wasn't Zella. that her name, Stella? No, Zella. Zella. It was Zella. She went by Zella. There was a time before I remember a small person like you mm -hmm. came and asked me where the pretty woman was. I did not know. She drifted away mm. to where I know not. The passages here connect everywhere beneath the city streets. Some I go to, most I don't. I have grown powerful on the gifts provided to me by the Lady of the Waves. I have also grown large. Too large for some tunnels. <laughs> Mostly I stay here. A man came down looking for the girl. Mm -hmm. I knew not where she went, and off he went, lost in the maze below. This is the surface. Beneath us are warrens, dark and deep, that sunlight has never touched, that the wind of the Lord of the Sky has never graced, and it is only there that you find the dark waves of the Lady, where her storms stagnate, the water does not move, and all the creatures choke in the darkness below. I would not go there, little ones, but if you must, I will aid you. You have been washed down here, it seems. And yes, all that's how we the got here. comes to the Lord of the Floatsome. <laughs> yes, we are your little floatsome yes. friends. <laughs> if you would need, I can bless you further when the time is necessary as I have for many those who need to go deep, deep below. Mm. The Lady of Waves has granted me the power to breathe beneath her sodden depths, oh, nice. and I could perhaps grant 
the same to you. I require only the occasional gift, like the wonderful things that wash down the drain above. I believe that they are gifts offered to me by the small singing one that comes by and dumps them into the drains. <laughs> Bits of potato and other <laughs> delicious <laughs> refuse. It's Reich. Delicious. Oh, Reich feeding everybody in town, man. Even the eye yes. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Just Heather's expression. <laughs> mm -hmm. We know She's that. So She's dead. <laughs> Can you imagine what he'd do if he got a fresh pie? Oh my god, next time. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna come hang out with this Atyug, I think. Just occasionally. Are mm. you the one are, are do you partake of the mushrooms through the hole in the wall down that other passageway? Mm, if that is what that is, then yes. <laughs> Sometimes I smell and I stick my arm down and fish <laughs> around. I offer some at times. To the small creatures that climb down and sleep the day away in my cave. He feeds the bats! Aww. Of course he feeds the bats! This is, this the is the a best. good uh, yug. The best uh, Part yug. of the wind, you know? So far, best at uh, yug. I mean, all at uh, yug are Servants great. Servants of the night sky, yeah. my lord yeah. of storm. That's And great. if perchance oh, that Shum should die, he rubs beneath his chin or his belly. You're not sure again. Mm. Such is the gifts given by the sky and the wave. I'm sure we could bring you some of those potato pies that you like and some more of the mushrooms, the ones that you can't reach and return for your blessing. Of course, of course. M maybe <laughs> we can even find your grandchildren. That would be a gift beyond all others. If you could find them, return them to me. I fear that their minds have been corrupted by the women and their sweet, sweet song. We'll do our best. So we gotta go save two human boys and three Utya <laughs> kids from this terrible cult. Yep. Yes. And you Sounds know what? Right. I'll go ahead and, get, and give it to y'all. It was all connected somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all connected. I, so, I well, don't think it it's connected yet, to honestly. the Thieves Guild. We, I yeah, think we it's don't just know if it's the to the kids. Thieves Guild. And we're not actually sure the kids are down here, but it's just very likely. It's also, like it's if it's yeah. breathing underwater for long periods, those kids are well, probably also not alive. The, the one question I have, though, and uh, this is where do we go next? Because all he yeah. said is that they're here somewhere. I bet it's through the but he grate. he doesn't know where. Down. Yeah, but then it's like, all right, so do we swim? How do we get through the grate? How do we get deeper? The tunnels are mirrored and maze-like. Once before, I had heard a story of a master beneath the streets. I did not meet said master, but I understand that he was like you only more, with a head strong and powerful atop his shoulder, crowned with horns and hooved of feet, the beast wandered through the tunnels, 
a master of the maze beneath Minotaur? the streets. A minotaur. But I have not heard of it in some time. Oh my god, are we gonna meet a minotaur? Was there a minotaur here? I'm so excited. I do not know where hence the children went, but I have blessed you and will bless you each. He scoops up two tentacles full of water and gently sprinkles them <laughs> over all of you, much yep. to Raven's chagrin. <laughs> Raven, mm. you're going to have to breathe water and swim. <laughs> I give you this blessing and the knowledge that with it means eventually your path will wash you to where you need to be. As all things must eventually float to their appointed place. <laughs> I fear I have little more to offer you, but if you come to me bearing gifts, I will respond with wisdom and power. Okay, we're definitely bringing this guy some pies. Yeah, we're definitely bringing if some pies. If you wish to learn more of my lady of waves who in your tongue you call Gozra I will be happy to speak to you of many things some I see on the streets above as I snake my eyes up to the surface Oh my god, we just found the best source of rumors in Kentucky. I'm so excited about it. Rumors in a three-block radius uh, around here. Hey, <laughs> you know what? That's three blocks. We don't have to put anybody else at. We'll bring in pies and hang out in the hot tub. It's not really hot, right. but, well, the you know. Jacuzzi, the cold jacuzzi. Well, thank you for your help, my lord. Um, it has been definitely interesting meeting you. It has been strange meeting you as well. <laughs> Such oddly proportioned creatures. How do you stand on two legs? Miraculous. <laughs> Sometimes with difficulty, to be honest. Always teetering on the edge, which must be why you rush to and fro so often, although cleverly, riding upon the four-legged ones. How do they move with four legs? Mysteries of the sky. <laughs> oh my god, I love him. I almost feel like this guy has like an unintentional career in a stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you ever noticed how horses be like on four legs? <laughs> you can't explain But humans that. on two, yeah. Don't get me started on horses with their finger legs. I don't like <laughs> the anatomy, it's creepy. He probably doesn't even like know that I need to fact. bring Rexus down here. <laughs> Oh my God! Be like Rexus. Do you want to meet a nut yog? We'll have a raven party down here with okay. him. Okay. Okay. So we have to map the sewers so we can map a route. Oh, it, they're on two different sides of the island. Uh, one's mm -hmm. on the island. One's on the mainland. So we find the underground route that may exist to go underneath the the That's river. Possible. We recruit the utyugs for the rebellion. Yeah, obviously first we have one hundred percent. Now that we know that there's friendly utyugs that all follow yeah. Gozra. Well, we don't know if they're all friendly, but this one is. I love it, and I'm ready. And you know not all of them follow Gozra right now, since apparently some, some of them have been converted some to Some of them are, are following a, a cultist of We're going to fix it. We are going to yeah. fix it. All right. Goddess well, of yeah. death, fate, and vanity. Wow, I mean, it sounds good. cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll I love that vanity is that in there with the whole, like, give give up the, uh, the, the, the truce that people tell you and believe you're so pretty and perfect deep inside. I think Cesare has some study to go do. Um, yeah, so I suppose you uh, 
Unfortunately, it seems to have reached a dead end in your investigation here, but you have uh, new information yeah. at the very least. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Got a new lead. We're also kind of stuck on on how to exercise that house. Uh, well, I think uh, probably can... it'll be resolved once we yeah. find what killed um, both the husband and the daughter. And then if we could put that to rest, perhaps that might make a difference. We yeah. also don't even know if the husband's dead. Yeah, he might be yeah, part that's of the cult. the thing. Yeah, he could be part of the cult. Because there's like seven people running around, although mostly they're women, apparently. Mm. Yeah. So I guess the question is, what do we do next time? Which I guess we're going to find out probably next time. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ended like, so Ross perfectly right Ross there. Ross is exiting this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? No, I was for just... once, we're not ending on a cliffhanger also. Ross was serving it up for me to spike it. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there like I was being the squire holding the sword up to you, waiting yes. for you to take it. And I took it like Excalibur. But yeah, actually, before we go, however, uh, I do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank our patrons uh, who are uh, responsible Mm -hmm. for us continuing to do this. I know we don't mention our Patreon enough, so I figure we would go ahead and do that here. Uh, So thank you all for this. Uh, If you like Utyugs, minor (laughs) spoiler, there might be a little bit of Utyug involvement on a certain show behind our Patreon paywall. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you do enjoy and you're wondering why everyone gets all excited about Utyugs, it's just our thing. Every time we've run into an Utyug, they've been our friend. I don't think I've ever attacked. Actually, I think I attacked you guys with an Utyug once, and then I think you knocked him unconscious because he was and just really... Yes. Yeah, we, yeah, we couldn't we get him. He really wanted some fish. Utyugs are awesome. <laughs> he was, he was uh, just hungry. It wasn't his fault. I think he was enchanted somehow. That was, that was Hugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He was just really yeah. hungry. We're really uh, into Utyugs. Yeah, so if you can go and join our patron, uh, you know, hear more chat about Utyugs and all the rest of that. Thank you all to our patrons, and until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Have fun out there, folks. Oh my god. Oh my god. So much. I love cleric yugs. That's so awesome. I was so good. I know. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.